0: Dr. Homebrew is brought to you by Five Star Chemicals, providing safety and cleaning supplies for brewing, distilling, and winemaking at Fivestarchemicals.com. Dr. Love. Stand aside, nurse. I'm Dr. Homebrew. Yeah,
1: clear.
2: Oh. Hey everybody, welcome. Back, Doctor Homebrew. Another fine episode. Uh, I'm sitting here looking at my uh, looking at my stupid hairline, if you can call that in the live stream. Which is anyway, I have to look at. Well, I don't think, there's no. It, I don't think you can call it that. I don't think you can. It's like a. Yeah. It's like a. I don't know what it is.
3: It's not a line.
2: It's, it's not a line. With a little gel, it could be horns. Yeah, I like yeah. the horns. I think
3: the horns are a good idea.
2: Yeah. Someone asked if I shaved my hair to have these little stupid and I 'm like no we dumb yeah, why yeah why would anyone do that like he, yeah the statement is beer why can 't I hear you Warren that 's perfect actually no it's great I love it <laughs> yeah this is actually the most ideal uh, relationship this is the idyllic uh, version of our relationship
1: love it. Like, yeah. whatever
2: you said I, I agree with it uh, I turned Fine. you off because you didn't turn your mic off in your timing. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh.
3: Hi. Hi. I, I don't know, know if I... Do you hear me? I
2: don't, do I hear me? Yeah. I don't even know. I, I can do you hear, hear you. Do you who, hear me? Who I hear am you. I? I'll shut up. Damn it. We are Dr. Homebrew. Uh, and, and Collectively. now, yeah. Uh, we... Oops. That Supersized. Was a too, yeah. Uh, we, we join you twice a month to talk about homebrew and how to make your homebrew better if you want to be a part of the show. Email jp at com and then I will help... I will have Beverly contact you because I clearly can't do it. I'm well, some kind of yeah, idiot. So you
4: contact him, and then he will delegate to me, right? I and will then selectively will choose done. you,
2: maybe.
3: But follow up with him because he might forget. <laughs>
4: Why not just contact Bevo to begin with? Uh, Because it's too much work for her.
2: <laughs> but actually, you no. Send you can definitely her.
4: contact JP.
2: <laughs> yeah, Right. <laughs> uh, He's the man. <laughs> Sometimes uh, the 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 fastest point, uh, you know, to an endpoint is not a straight line. It's. Oh, it goes around me. God,
3: now we're wow. getting into string theory,
2: huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What was my term that I use now? Uh, liberal free will, so libertarian, libertarian free will, will.
5: libertarianal free will. Sure.
2: What does that even mean? I Have don't you know. Looked it up since the last. I haven't. I haven't, I haven't binged yeah. it yet. I haven't ran it. You read bing, it on a the urinal cake, and he's still trying to figure out what I mean. <laughs> on
3: it, guys. No, guys. Let's see what it is. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's not free will. If I now if I do it, it's not free will. Right. it's not of my own free will. You are affecting my free will.
3: Well if it's not your free, if it's libertarian free will, is it your free will or is it some other libertarians imposing its free will?
2: I don't know. The robot hasn't told me. I don't know. The robot hasn't told you what to think. No. Damn it. I know, right? I guess so how can I will. know if I have free will if the robot hasn't told me yet?
3: I, I think somewhere right in there is the definition you're looking for. I
2: think so. You can just know that you
5: don't have free will. Just have faith in that. Just be, f- be very strongly convinced that you don't have free will, and then you won't. Okay. You can just fl- float through life like a <laughs> yeah. robot. It'll be fun.
3: Just feel like you've been programmed and be frustrated and angry about it. Okay. Like the
5: chemicals in your brain at this moment are, are a certain way because they just happen that way, and you you can't change that.
2: Can't change it.
6: If I were can't listening live right now by choice... I would have left. Tune out. <laughs>
2: Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you, you, you kind of have a, a, a... How should I put this politely? Um, Why start now? A lowered sense of quality about right. your entertainment.
5: To the loyal few who stayed tuned in, uh, this right. we're getting to the real part of Dr. Yeah. Homebrew <laughs> Thank now. You for
2: putting yeah. up with the slog. Yeah. So we
5: usually talk about homebrew, but this show is going to be all about puppies and kittens. That's what we've always wanted to talk about. Well, we're That'd talking about
3: this philosophy podcast on the last show. Right. Yeah. We're getting there now. That's
2: threatening to cut me now. <laughs> I think I... the <laughs> first a time I spoon. Probably legitimately... Yeah. Insulted her. Does this show. Taste. Have, if you listened to the last episode Comparing
6: you to
3: nudie cards. At oh, Vegas. that's right. Um, see,
2: Todd, yeah. Todd. Todd. Todd reads the underlying. Two uh, weeks you know, ago. Well, here. I don't
3: know. All I know is if I, <laughs> if I pulled up a nudie card. Slide I'd slid under my hotel room door in Vegas, and had a picture of JP with the patchy hair on it. i
2: yeah, You go. I'd be
3: pulling out those scissors and cutting myself too.
2: Yeah, cutting out of your. <laughs> Hotel room to My go misery. to the thing, right? My
3: misery, the thing, whatever it is. Yes, oh. we've got
2: plenty of
5: standard American lager left over from last show's SmackDown, so that's right. We could break that out and just
2: get crazy. Yeah, it's like weeks old, right? Sure. Let's just have one of those free form podcasts. Oh, look! There you go. The forty ounce. She got the forty. Oh. Oh. Why is right. most that of it gone? Happened.
4: Why is it, why is most of it gone now, Bev? She held it above her head and then smashed it on the ground. Yeah,
7: <laughs> some for the homies. Yeah, Woo. there's only one person here with free will. She's in the booth.
2: I, <laughs> Her free I can will participate flows. or not. I
6: can.
4: I can turn my headphones on or off. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: You're doing
2: great at, at that thing, by the way. Do we have sponsors in this I'm show? I'm sorry, what? Huh? Exactly. Sponsors? We do have sponsors, Brian. Thank I you very much. I want to know about them, please. Uh, the main sponsor of the show, uh, this brings you this in every episode of Dr. Homebrew, Five Star Chemicals. You can go to Five Star chemicalscom uh, You know Five Star; they do PBW, Star Sand, all that kind of cleaning and sanitizing stuff. So you can not only uh, you know ferment in proper uh, conditions, but also bottle and keg in proper conditions too. You clean that thing, you sanitize that thing, and then nothing will be in there except you can clean get the, beer.
5: The brown grungy gunk off of your kettle that you left sitting there yeah. three weeks ago and you've yeah. seen my
2: kettles All take right. a little PBW to that <laughs> yeah. and there you go oh, that, that stuff is amazing man
5: and those carboys that have just been like left with the yeast cake sitting on the bottom you you've open up my carboys
2: yeah right. it smells
5: like rough tires and rubber yes. and nastiness it really does
2: man it's, that yeah. stuff is nasty but yeah PBW clean that stuff right up so check them out support our sponsor 5 Star Chemicals you go to 5 like I said if your local humber shop does not have 5star uh, then what are you doing shopping there first of all? But then you know if you like the people or whatever, uh, ask them to stock Five Star. It's the best. They're the best uh, cleaning and sanitizing chemicals. And you can you can, can go and market. talk
5: to those people at NHC and stuff if you have questions. They will be there. Yes. Like, I had some serious questions once. I had a little a little incident where I had a little little too much Star sand in my keg due to some reverse flow issues with temperature differentials, no, and it just kind of happened that I got a little Star sand in my beer in the keg. So what they uh, say?
2: It. That was fine, don't worry about that's it. That's okay. Yeah. It's all right. It's all okay. I've done that too, man. I put a... a it increased your volume. <laughs> yeah. There you go. It was a little lighter than you I wanted, but beer. it still tasted yeah. good. I actually had some sucked back into a carboy, yeah. and it was cold enough. It didn't mix or anything. And so I was able just to siphon off that top yeah. layer. Of, it was fine. What I
5: did was I had a blow-off, and I had a, a, a pitcher full of star sand. That's exactly what happened. And then to me. I, I crash-chilled my beer, yes. and it started a reverse flow going That's what on. what happened I was to like, me. Oh, my God. Oh.
2: Yeah. Better that than water, because water would have just mixed together. Yeah. But for me, at least, it's stratified. And-,
5: and you know nothing's going to get in there either. Right. So I was like, well, it didn't hurt the beer. It, it still fine. tasted good. It didn't. It was just water in that thing. It would have had some bugs floating around, and the beer would have gone bad. But yeah. it didn't. <laughs> no, it was so great. The, I mean, I guess the yeast just kind of breaks down the, the stuff that's in there, and it's fine. I mean, I I didn't drink large amounts of it at once, but I kind of just... You know, I shared it with friends.
2: <laughs> Drink a large yeah, right. one. Yeah. I got super. I got alcohol poisoning. Got a out, nice buzz from that star <laughs> yeah. sand.
5: No, they're, I mean, but they were super upfront about it, and they knew the, what was going on behind it. Well, they're you know, no dummies. I cool. mean, they
2: know what happens. Yeah. It's just this the nature of, of using that product, and you know, good so. support. Yeah, so check them out, five star chemicals uh, I also want to thank uh, our other sponsor, High Gravity Homebrew. You can go to high they are uh, a very nice and and very long standing um, um, equipment and ingredient supplier. Uh, nice little homebrew shop, and uh, they give away a prize to the highest score. Usually, uh, you know, if you you get uh, you know a thirty or whatever, and you're the best of the two of the two beers, you get uh, a little prize. Which brings me to uh, the the evil villains of the world. No, a uh, uh, grog tag is our other sponsor, and they are in studio again. They were on in studio last time. Uh, but uh, they are the sponsors of the forty dollars. At least your beer will look good. Gift certificate that we kind of give out tongue in cheek a little bit to the uh, to the the lower score because at least your beer is going to look good. It's funny right. when
6: you presented the sponsor opportunity. It wasn't like, "Hey, would you like to sponsor the loser?" Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the the uh, the score for the lower of the two. And I think you were just busy. You're like, "Yeah, it's fine. Whatever." Yeah, JP, sounds great. Yeah. yeah, you're like, hey, "That's fine." Uh, but people love it.
7: I took something different away from that little pitch there. It's head to head, brother.
2: <laughs>
7: you're going down. You're going to lose. You're going to lose to my marginal beer. You're going to be really not happy.
2: <laughs> so we have Todd and Steve, both from Grog Tag. They are homebrewers, of course. Homebrewers making products for homebrewers, which is what we're all about. And uh, you both have a beer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
7: Well, one of, us, one of one right. of one of us has a beer.
2: What's, what what is the other
7: what does the other have? I don't know. Whatever. Whatever sub twenty means.
4: <laughs>
2: that's what you're no. implying Todd has the sub twenty? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Actually no, his is Todd's got a forty dollar but...
4: gift card to Grogtag is what he has. <laughs> right, yeah. baby. Right.
2: Yeah, Unlimited Grogtag. <laughs> uh well thanks for, for hanging out and doing the second show with us guys. Appreciate yeah. it. No, no worries.
6: Problem. Well the best part about that beer that we brought in the thing was that was a collaboration we did with our whole crew yeah. on National Homebrew Day. So
2: I so think it was in May like, or something.
6: Although like. it was at my house in my facility. <laughs> so I get to claim ownership to suckiness, but
7: uh, no it was good.
2: It yeah, was you fun. you you have to basically wear that target. Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely.
7: Uh, no I yeah. <laughs> we we probably should give, give a little credit to Kevin. Kevin's no longer a Crog tag but uh, he was it was his recipe.
2: Yeah, he's shaping so, young minds in a classroom somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. shockingly, cool. <laughs> he is. <laughs> uh, Kevin,
6: we love you. I, I'd feel bad if we didn't mention him. That's true.
2: Yeah, no. Um,
6: Kevin had an integral hand, and
7: yeah, he. he wait, whoa, 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 hold on.
6: He did overboil the kettle that day. What? A we just yeah,
7: uh, uh, we did. Uh, yeah, I well, saw it. We didn't
4: do teach. We right. did add in yeah. a little <laughs> pool water, a little pool
7: water to cool it down. So yeah. it's all good. All yeah. right. Hopefully I, I think. Todd stamp concrete's okay, I think. Right? No big stain. Who cares? The dog didn't <laughs> die.
2: That's the main thing. Yeah. Who cares about the resale value of the house? Old dog. That. We're
5: gonna talk about puppies and kittens.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Twitches yeah. a little Should. bit now and then.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Vomits
3: unpredictably. Irregularly
6: vomits. And Annie Johnson came that day, which is pretty fun. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, good yeah, thing, She Annie. brought her award-winning beer. It was just pretty fun. That was a good day.
2: It was fun. Are we doing that again? Yes. We should.
6: I'm just saying that. Yeah,
2: I know you are. I can tell. <laughs> right. It's just a blank yes. No, that's, Whatever. Uh, yeah.
6: that was me making an appointment to make that happen. <laughs>
2: yes. Tick, tick, tick. The, the pause was you just uploading the Google Calendar. Updating. <laughs> yeah. just happened. <laughs> just uh, like so we're going to have, uh, you know, obviously some fun with these guys and then uh, talk about the National Humber label, uh, label Awards, which you guys were on uh, about uh, on the last show, and uh, which is a fun kind of, uh, you know, creative... Um, community building kind of thing so if you have a a, a, a label that you've made for your homebrew, you can upload it at homebrewlabelawards.com, and we're gonna you know do a big thing at NHC and uh, there's a bunch of awards to win and all that kind of stuff so kind of kind it of. is it is awesome yes thank you it is awesome it is, it is a lot sports, of fun yeah. it's a cool website there's a lot of cool people that have already uploaded their low their uh, their labels and you can go vote for them and you know so if you don't have one in the running but you just like you know Feeling good and spreading the uh, the the homebrew karma. You go vote for some labels.
6: Yeah, and there's a lot of great sharing tools on there too. So if you get something up or if you see something, you can share it, push it out to your favorite social media outlet or whatever, and yeah.
2: get it going. I like, awesome. I like I like ello. Remember ello? No. no, no. It was like going to be the Facebook killer for like two minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm on anyway. Google
4: Plus. I don't know what you guys tell your about. <laughs>
2: No, we're on Google Plus, too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All three of
6: us?
3: Seriously? Yeah. Everyone's Sweet, on Google huh? Plus. Just nobody goes. Anywhere. I'm on it. I don't use yeah. it. Yeah. It comes with your Gmail, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You also all.
2: have a YouTube account that you don't know about. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> the YouTubes. I've heard of that. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, let's jump into Steve's beer now. What do you think? Yes. All right, let's do it. Which one is Steve's? This was the American IPA. Steve is IPA. the American IPA. The
3: IPA. All right, we should pour That's some of this. Yeah, let's yes. pour some of it.
1: Exactly, it's, uh, it's
6: a citra. citra pale ale, is yeah. what the recipe sheet oh. says. Oh, sorry, oops, we screwed you up.
3: <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> it's a citra pale ale. Yeah, citra pale sorry. ale. Not now that you're done with your judging. Actually,
6: we should hear what they have to say because it might help <laughs> you. <laughs> actually, it's an amber.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> with no citra whatsoever, well, it looks more like a red ale, but yeah. yeah. No. So, uh, tell me a little bit about the beer, Steve. Uh,
7: it's not an IPA. Okay. <laughs> citra pale Because you
2: had said it was an IPA, so I took your word for it.
7: Well, it's funny, because I probably, when I picked, it, picked the kit up, I probably thought it was, if I'm being honest. <laughs> uh, we appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. A little um, buzz that
5: day when you went to the shop. Like, yeah, give me a, a Citra Bipia EFL Please.
7: So, it was brewed in November, went into primary in November, I put it into secondary, uh, December, about a month later, uh, tap water with Canon tablets. Um, uh, that, which is unique because normally I'm using RO water for some reason that day. I decided I would do that. That probably affected it. Uh, and you're I automatically
0: don't.
2: assuming that it's bad.
7: <laughs> well, right? I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, I did not note my original gravity, but the finishing was 1.02,
2: it finished at yes. right. 10.02. Right? 10
6: 10 1 uh, 1. Yeah, or 10.02, 10.20, right? 10.20, 1.02. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay,
5: you're okay. missing a digit. 1. there. Yeah, 1.02 is yeah. Sorry 1.020. accident. We always have to add that last digit. You so, know, we need to go to the 100s there. So then which yeah. one
4: is it? Is it
2: 002 or just? 020. 020. 020. 020. So 1020. 1020. Yep. Yeah. Okay.
7: okay. Right. Um, I don't know. It, it's, a, it's an extract kit. Okay. And I had right. a great time brewing it.
2: That's all that matters. <laughs> hey. I did. That's all that matters. Uh, all right. Lee, why don't you start us off, man?
3: Well, <clears throat> medium-high caramel malt, piney citrusy hops, fairly medium-high as well. Esters of melon and strawberry, maybe a touch of diacetyl, no DMS. Um, pretty high caramel malt profile for what well, we were told it was an IPA. <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, what are we calling it now?
7: It's just a pale it's it's amber. Amber. It's ale. It's an amber ale.
3: Okay. An, a- an <laughs> it's amber, amber pale, an amber. <laughs> an amber pale ale. Um, yeah, amber <laughs> ale maybe be about right. Um, definitely too American much caramel for an American IPA or pale ale. It's sort of a red, copper, brown color, light haze. Uh, pours a medium off-white foam, which fades to low bead. uh It's kind of dark and low head retention for the style. It could use a little, little less color to be an IPA or an APA. For an amber ale, it's probably pretty good. Um, and um, the heavy tension Could probably be a little better Hopefully that's not just the glasses though um, Flavor medium high piney citrusy hops With medium low caramel malt And a medium sort of berry strawberry ester Hints of diacetyl um, Balances to the Actually I think the esters were kind of in the lead In some way here It's a very estery beer um, And then it was uh, hops A little higher than the malt in the balance Not by a lot though uh, Finishes slightly sweet with lingering esters and hops and malt. Very caramely, again, for style for an IPA. Probably too caramel for an American pale ale. Probably about right for an amber ale. Um, deja vu, huh? Deja vu. Yeah. yeah, yeah it <laughs> actually like takes an awful lot like Like I said, I've been getting Atlanta, the same Atlanta. results. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Medium-high body, medium carbonation and creaminess, uh, no astringency, a little bit of alcohol warmth. It's not hot, though. Body's kind of high for style, sort of more what you expect with a caramely amber ale. Very caramel ester Ford IPA or pale ale, about right for an amber ale. Um, the esters are pretty big in this. Um, so to sort of get back to the discussion we had in the last show about maybe reducing the ferment temperature, increasing the pitch rate. Increasing the oxygenation or yeast nutrients. If you, make sure you include that. If you left them out, um, it's. I mean, definitely some esters are okay in this, these styles. This um, might have
7: been the one where my oxygen ran out. It's right. possible. It was one of the.
3: Two. It, it is very estery, so you could probably use a little, little throttling back on that. It's, it's a little sweet in the finish too.
7: Oh, I sense a low score coming up. Uh,
3: Twenty nine. <laughs> it's not horrible. Um, no, it's, it's actually pretty decent stuff i mean as an as an india pale ale it's out of style as a pale ale i mean it's got too much caramel in it as a amber ale it would be okay a little on the hoppy side maybe a little the boozy side too it's sort of somewhere in the middle between those three no kind of like some commercial beer that that calls itself um what it is and doesn't um pick a style
7: so what what name what? would you give it? What? That's
6: the question. What should the label be? What style
2: what should is should the it? label be? Uh, uh, it should be a, like a generic you
5: know, like, label that just says
3: like,
6: homebrew.
7: Like, like
3: homebrew yeah. Black and white yeah. I don't know. Maybe you could call it haughty son of a bitch.
7: I can't. What, say it again.
3: Hotty <laughs> son of a bitch. All
7: right. That's yeah. better because better I've already used Sorry. generic homebrew um, on yeah. a different brew.
5: <laughs> I apologize. As
7: that's, opposed that's,
3: to anything else that sounds like that that somebody it, else took?
5: There's nothing <laughs> generic about the beer. Oh, no, But, you know, talk about house character. You know, right? we, we yeah, we touched the, the, the pale ale on the last. You could almost download that last podcast and just replay those comments, and that describes what this beer tastes like in a lot of ways too. It has some subtle differences. I thought it was a little less hoppy. I agree with a lot of what Lee said, but uh, yeah, it's, it's strong caramel. I agree with the the the, the high fruity esters, some cherry like, some you know juicy fruit, some 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 apple and and. Uh, you know some other stone fruit esters in there but very estery beer overall a lot of the, the yeast was kicking out a lot of something there um and yeah deep copper colored beer um you know the, the head faded again quickly so it's like that same kind of ring around the glass thing as we had um again the caramel dominates the flavor the hops are coming through a little bit they're kind of citrusy and hanging in there a little bit but they're getting buried by the the sweetness of the beer and the, the carameliness of it. Again, not not too pale ale-like, but enjoyable in its own way. Um, again, medium medium body, almost medium full. Uh, somewhat smooth and creamy. Uh, there wasn't any astringency in the mouthfeel, so that was good. I think I like the mouthfeel of this one a little bit better than the, the pale ale on that last show. Um, it was smooth, but it wasn't that, like, you know, the, where a pale ale should have like kind of maybe a little more of a drying sensation on the back end of the mouthfeel on the finish, it's not there. So, um, you know, that 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 ten twenty finishing gravity needs to it needs to get down a little more to to work. Uh, not only does the color need to be lightened, it needs to also kind of. Uh, dry off on your tongue a little bit to let those hops shine through. I think the hops are there; they're just getting covered up by everything else that's there. So it
2: has a, a pretty firm yeah. bitterness. Yeah, it does have a, yeah. enough bitterness yeah. there
5: to support and balance. But
2: yeah,
3: so
1: you did I, good.
2: A reasonable
3: amount of hop flavor too. Yeah. Were there
5: was there a late hop shift in this one as well? Or I told you, yeah. I,
7: you like I, to for some it, reason it. I'm shifting them down, and I'm thinking, why am I doing that?
5: <laughs> no, it's <laughs> I have no this reason to do. Feel it. Right. Yeah. as long as you you know balance it with. Well, you know, the bitterness that's supposed to be there, and you keep that right. For a pale ale or an IPA, it's it's good to shift the hops a little later. They're hop oriented beers. You should should have some of that in there. So you, you get more of that. Like, now, you know, again, I've probably said it before on shows, but I was amazed when I saw a real a pale ale recipe where, like, you know, three fourths of the hops they add in the last 20 minutes of the boil. I was like, wow. You know, I mean, just a kind of more even balance, but it's like, okay, that's kind of cool. And you get some of the bitterness from that 20 minute big addition and then and a big late edition and it's like really you know comes through and you, you get that citrusiness that that makes the beer happy and uh anyway but yeah i think that it, again i think that there is the hops are there the bitterness is there some of the hop character is there but it's not shining through the way it would if you had that the balancing element is that that dryness of, and the the lightness of the beer so it's like it's not a medium full-bodied beer a pale ale is kind of a medium light-bodied beer and um you know, it's not quite there. It's an enjoyable beer in its own right. It's not really an American Amber Ale either, as Lee said, but, it, you know, I could drink this. I could sit down and have a couple pints of this with you in your, in your garage. It's not, you know. You know, I have it's, a question cu- cu- for you drinkable. guys because
7: when I first kegged it, um, to me, it seemed really hot, like really high alcohol. I, I haven't tasted it in a while. <laughs> Jason asked me to come down and bring these beers. And I was like, oh, geez. They're actually much. More drinkable now than they were, I would say, three four weeks ago. So yeah. is that? Com- I mean, as a new brewer, is that a is that common? Does that happen, or is it just? Yeah, a, I
1: mean, yeah. some of those
5: rough edges are going to get smoothed out. Um, you know, if you have a seriously high level of high alcohols, it's it's not going to uh, just instantly go away. But um, you know, some of those will break down a little bit. But I mean, um, you
2: you started at what? Do you remember what you started at? I mean, it should say it says it should be ten fifty, but. What, the original Gravity? Yeah. yeah.
7: for some reason I didn't record it on that one. I just have the finishing in the upper right. I mean,
2: mm-hmm. so if you finished at 1020, you, it couldn't have been that hot. So I would, maybe, you know... Well, it, but like whatever. It, it wasn't See, like my, high alcohol. My vocabulary so.
7: is not very good. So.
2: Well, I mean, I shouldn't have said that because to you, to you that's, what you, that's well, what you tasted. But it couldn't. I don't think it could have been... A, a hotness from a high alcohol. So
7: when You're, I when I when I caged it, yeah. I was on the I mean, I got on the net and I'm like, so like astringency or high alcohol, those were the things that seemed to be I was like, what is it? I was trying to figure out what it was, right? I didn't mm-hmm. I don't have a vocab, vocabulary to uh, but something was I mean, it was it wasn't bitterness, it was it was like a solventy yeah. hotness, Yeah, some some form of solventy and and now when I drink it now and it could be the four beers I've had before this. (laughs) I don't don't really think so. It's actually a little better now. I I don't know. It's interesting because I, I, it was, uh, in my opinion, undrinkable. I mean, that's why I brought it down to
4: it. Yeah, it could be a fermentation. Right. Fusel alcohols and and high alcohols, kind of as they're kind of interchangeably called, um, doesn't necessarily mean that it's a high gravity beer, like big ABV. Right. It, It can be, it's a yeast strain, yeast stress can cause them to pump out these other kind of different alcohols besides ethanol mm-hmm. that have these offensive flavors and it it's not it's not something that happens at a certain alcohol content it's just exactly. the yeast health and fermentation progress but okay. do they
7: but do, do they have, do they actually break down over time
4: um yeah they,
7: they will huh? yeah
4: and and over time especially if the beer is exposed to oxygen they'll oxidize and kind of esterize a little bit and so That can kind of contribute a little bit to, like, kind of how intense the esters are in this beer. Um, It probably still was fairly estery even back then, but um, the the alcohols will kind of uh, break down and and change form. Yeah, it's it's a
3: pretty slow process usually, though. Although, if there's more oxygen present, it might go faster.
7: Yeah. Well, this is the older of the two beers. I mean, it's been in the keg longer, so.
5: From November or something? Uh, When
7: it is secondary and basically Christmas.
5: Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's Had a, a wild and mellow uh, yeah. a few months old
2: well so he, here's his recipe he has uh it's, you know seven pounds of uh, light malt extract one pound of carapils and one pound of crystal 40 can I ask no all right okay so I'm okay, oh, sorry go why ahead. Oh.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why brew it all no, um, <laughs> no. when well, you can buy beer all right, uh, all right. there's no, the
7: meanness I was no, hoping yeah, for tonight <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Um,
4: I was wondering how you did the extract addition. Did you add it all at once in the beginning or did you – you might have talked about this in the last show, but okay. Um, because I did kind of messing around when I did a couple extract batches. I figured I'll try to reduce the, the darkening of the, of the wort by adding all of the extract at the end of the boil because mm-hmm. you can add hops whenever. And so I added hops right into plain water and the bitterness was so harsh that the beer was just undrinkable. And it has to do with the pH of the water that because malt will lower the pH and that affects the uh, isomerization and absorption of all the the hop oils and everything. And so, the, yeah, the, I was just wondering if maybe you split up the uh, extract additions or if it was all the beginning. Well, maybe as a the new harshness.
7: brewer, uh, it never dawned on me to to fool with the extract time. Like, I, no, I'm I'm to the letter of that recipe in terms of extract addition like I like never even thought it, to change the it, yeah. where the extract was what the right? I just the added Just the hops. Yeah like the yeah. hops I fool yeah. around One, with but.
5: Yeah well, and also so, with with wa- uh, when you have if you're adding hops to just water too you're going to it there's nothing dissolved in that water there's no malt in there there's no sugars so that yeah, yeah right. Right. it's just a a blank canvas and right. the hop all the hop right. oils, everything. And going to go in there much faster if you if you make a really high gravity beer. You actually have to add a lot more hops because there's all those sugars already um, absorbed in the beer that you need to compensate for that by adding even more hops to get it to get to the level where you need it to be. If you're making a barley wine or something, you know.
7: You so, the, right. so the one thing I did do is like on the other one you guys tasted. I didn't. Uh, I just I just r- pushed the the late hop additions a little later in time, right? Uh, but on this one. Okay, so this one I had bought a, I, I bought a whirlpool tap for the side of the kettle, right So now I'm pushing it I'm pushing it through the, the immersion cooler coming out and then yeah. and pushing it back into the kettle to create a whirlpool. I get a nice drub cone and all that. So it's, it's good for the cleanup and all that. Uh, but I actually did a whirlpool addition. so it was actually after flame out per, whatever above 180 degrees uh, for 30 minutes as it cooled. So yeah. when it when it hit, like I think it was one ninety or whatever, I started to seriously cool it. So if there's anything weird that I did in this, that that would be it.
5: No, I think that that's probably great. And adding your hops and letting them whirlpool for a while after flame out is a good way to get some nice hop character in your beer. Again, I just think that the sweetness of the beer, having finished at ten twenty, it's obviously very that's, sweet. That's, and that's the, the, the weird the, part. high carameliness is getting in the way of what is yeah, there. Yeah,
2: but but so so how is it? such high caramel with a pound of 40 in, in five gallons. That doesn't make sense to me. There's something, what kind there's something of, off. Was this what before kind of he to your advice?
1: Oh, this is, this is another thing with my advice. This is a
2: kit. Yeah.
4: This okay. is another kit. So, so, was, it, was it a pale extract or an amber extract?
7: Light it malt kit it extract. Kit says light, light malt. Says. Oh, but, we
5: can't yeah. even blame JP.
7: <laughs> oh, yes, we can. I'll figure out a way. Okay. I mean, I, I
2: wonder if someone... You got to, you got. To, did you buy the kits at the same time?
7: Uh, no, I would go. I would go every week or during the middle of the week. So it is highly possible. Uh, I am so focused. I'm a new brewer. I've maybe done twenty batches, right? So I'm so focused on cleanliness, sanitation, getting all of my times right, and everything. Yeah. It is highly possible that I walked in there and grabbed the wrong extract and walked up to the counter. I mean, really, like
2: so. The, the, it, the, it really
7: is possible. So you don't I, go,
2: hey, I need this kit, and this they kit go and together. do it for you. you. Build you build it yourself.
7: Uh, well, I've done it enough now where the guy doesn't need to help me, but okay. I still am so focused on so many things. I'm just saying that it is yeah. possible I screwed up and did something well, just that simple. And, you
5: know, yeah, some encouragement. Obviously, you are focused on the cleanliness of the beer. It's not – I mean, there's no big, bad um, flaws sticking out in the beer. No. Yeah, some of them are a little – maybe a little warming, and and you can work on your fermentation temperatures and the, the yeast pitches to smooth that out. It sounds like um, – I think this one – I remember you said on the last show your your pitch was a little higher that one, and before that you maybe only pitched one vial or, or I don't know if you maybe well, you did a starter on I, this one.
7: Yeah, I did a starter. Okay, on this well
5: that would that should have been fine for a pale ale, So, but yeah, you just want to pitch a big healthy yeast starter, as we always say. And
7: okay, but um, yeah, yeah, so yeah this, like this one I did take pretty good notes. Though. But so you
5: are doing some good stuff.
7: I uh, have a, this is the only one of all the recipes I've done. I have a note at the bottom. It says slow start. So it took two days to kick in, so yeah. it's possible so I just did something didn't get a good with those drink. yeast, yeah. they
3: weren't happy, and that's probably yeah. why you got all yeah. the esters and maybe some of the alcohol cut character to it. They, they yeah. starter or no? If it takes two days to get going, something's wrong.
7: But all right. well, if I drink too much and get too drunk to say uh, thanks for the encouragement, because I literally between, <laughs> yeah. the, between the last show, I was talking to Todd, I really am excited to go brew again because I was yeah. like, okay, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not it's, as far off as i thought i was and now i have some things to go back and try right yeah, yeah. because you're you're yeah. I was stuck i was a little stuck because i was like i i don't know what variables to change like your ferment
5: yeah it's fun to be at that stage <laughs> hey, and just absorb thanks, information thanks and join you know join in with other brewers <laughs> <laughs> and and brew sessions and just brew together And yeah. oh yeah. you do it that way why why do you do it that way and they'll explain something to you and it's just like oh that makes total sense and you can ab- adapt and absorb information and make it your own and you know well, if I suck at brewing it, I've learned everything from Todd. <laughs> mm. And at least your beer looks good. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: right. At least yeah, I
7: really right. I mean,
2: yeah, you're, you're, Except for what you're, you got from JP. Right. Yeah. Your sanitation is good. Right. Yeah. There's nothing funky, you know, like yeah. a wild yeast or whatever. So it's just process, which is easily changed.
7: Process. That's, that's right. good, yeah. because you told me last time to throw out half my equipment, and I did that. Good. Good.
2: I did? That <laughs> yeah. was a good advice. <laughs> don't you remember You no. showed
3: up and posted it out of his dumpster? Still day, don't, I still don't <laughs> understand
2: like, how it got so dark. I mean, unless JP, you JP said to me, thing. he
7: said, He said, well, you know, if it's uh, if it's good coming out of the carboy and it's bad in the cake, it's got to be this stuff in between. Throw it out. Yeah. <laughs> and it's your transfer hosing
2: or something, man, right? Which I have all new transfer okay. hosing and siphon now. There you That's go. That's
5: good. you got to replace that stuff <laughs> once in a while.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but how do... I mean, so... I. I so I, st- I still want to figure out the, the dark like crazy.
5: Yeah,
7: it's the same. I mean, I brewed these. These two beers were within the same two weeks right. of each other. And this so.
3: extracts was gonna be a little dark and you might have thought. Still, it's, 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 it's really dark. I wouldn't guess that. Five percent of what kind of caramel? 40. 40. 40. 40. 40. Yeah, that is really dark. One yeah. pound. Yeah, I'm one doing some.
7: I, I think I'm just over boiling it. Maybe I am scorching a little on the bottom. But I mean, I don't, pound, I don't see a lot of residue it on the taste bottom.
2: Scorched. No, I, I if think it was it scorched, you gallons? would pick up a yeah. smoky flavor. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, not there. Okay. It's not That's, that. It wouldn't get that. A forty. No, well, it's like dark. I
7: said, like I said, it's possible. if... Uh, maybe I picked the wrong extract up. Okay. Because they have them all together. They're labeled. They're labeled not terribly well. Right. And if the guy, if the guy there. Put I had one in the wrong, in the wrong thing, good. and I just was going you know, going there twice I a put week. I two
5: pounds of caramel coloring in my beer
6: instead of <laughs> caramel malt. Is that, a, that yeah. be okay?
2: Uh, I'd like well, to say Steve. that isn't the case, but, it, you know. Thanks for, to, thanks for letting us pick on you a little bit. To all those uh,
7: <laughs> new homebrewers out, uh, these guys have been pretty good to deal with we've i was all, pretty scared so.
2: <laughs> we've all been there and send, in, yeah. Yeah. send in your beers and everybody's tried some somewhere yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean i, I look yeah. i i'm gonna be honest i've never picked the wrong ingredient i mean that's just silly but uh <laughs> yeah. the other stuff totally done man you yeah. should feel right at home you're all right yeah but the wrong girl oh. I, the wrong I also girl? uh oh. that oh. happened all the, all the
6: other stuff including
2: <laughs> vegas and all that
5: yeah, um, so I also gave this beer a <laughs> twenty nine
2: as Lee okay. did. So you know it's which is the high end of good. It's it's good. You can see around your chart. I'm one beer.
7: point off of my average, and that's not happy. I'm not happy about that. I just uh, got. A, I think I just got a thirty. <laughs> in the last, uh, you did. You got a thirty in the
2: last one, right? Last so time. I'm
7: going down. The, the trend is in the wrong direction. Ah. Pick the wrong one to start
3: noise. with. Well, Lee could give you a
4: thirty one, and then you'd still average thirty.
3: Right. Yeah, Warren gave you a thirty five. I did? All right. Sure, sure. Yeah. Why not? It works out. All
2: right, we're going to take a break, and we're coming back. We're going to work on Todd's beer now, which is the uh, bourbon barrel-aged Russian Imperial Stout, right? Yes. I'm looking at you. <laughs> yes. Okay, good. No. Oh, I don't. All right. Yes. Uh, okay, it's Dr. Who everyone. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be right
0: back. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making.
1: Hello, fellow beer This is Sully from the 21st Amendment Brewery located in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park.
2: I am never putting hops in my beer again.
0: What? Why? It's
2: just too ridiculous. Insane prices, stupid contracts, high
0: shipping costs, crappy selection. Dude, you need Nico Brew. Nico Brew will rock your f-ing face right the. F- off your f***ing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a home brew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the uber special secret elite bare bones club where you'll get the best deals in. Anywhere. Holy shit. NicoBrew.com. N I K O B R E W. NicoBrew, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. High Gravity Home Brewing Supplies wants you to keep it simple. Brewing should be fun. And with High Gravity's amazing electric brewing systems, it is. High Gravity keeps their brewing systems simple, on purpose. More efficient than gas, customizable, and with your choice of one... Two or three vessels High Gravity's electric brewing systems will completely change the way you brew beer formulate recipes and improve your beer's consistency Dave at High Gravity can customize your system to fit your needs High Gravity invites you to visit their build your own brewery page and see how easy it can be to brew electric and High Gravity offers $7.99 flat rate shipping on most of their products www highgravitybrew.com high gravity keep it electric keep it simple visit highgravitybrew.com Attention, homebrewers, if you like making labels for your handcrafted awesomeness and wish more people could see how great you are, then check this out. Tag, the makers of custom reusable labels, and craftbeerandbrewing.com are hosting the first-ever National Homebrew Label Awards. The top ten labels will be featured at the 2015 National Homebrewers Conference in San Diego to more than 5,000 attendees and more than $2,500 in prizes will be awarded. If you've created a label at any time in the past year, you're eligible to enter. Grog Tag and Craft Beer and Brewing have teamed up with great sponsors like More Beer and the Brewing Network to make this competition a great one to enter. Submit your entries between March 1st and June 1st for your chance at fortune and glory at homebrewlabelawards.com. That's homebrewlabelawards.com. Submit your label entries today. Good luck, and we'll see you in San Diego. The examination.
2: All right, thanks for sticking with us. We are all bearded up, not bearded up. That Sorry, we're all that I'm plinyed you know, up. To be honest, is that what you're drinking? <laughs> a pliny. Nice. Is that a pale yeah. ale or what is it?
5: It's it's, <laughs> it's a pale ale. It's a light extra. Pale Ale, I think.
2: <laughs> Pliny the Pale Ale? Yeah, I mean, Do these
5: it. days, you know, there's there's much hoppier beers than that. Jeez. Isn't it
2: pronounced Pliny? Warren, plin- were we yeah. talking about this? It's, oh. it's actually pronounced Pliny. Pliny's well, kind
4: You're kind of a dick for correcting people.
2: Isn't it Acetaldehyde, though? Not and, and Acetaldehyde.
5: Diacetyl? Acetaldehyde.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> acetaldehyde? what uh, the guys in Davis say? You learn something new every day. It's plenty. Pliny. So, Pliny. The elder. Yes. It's Plenty. <laughs> and it's Elder. Plenty of the elder,
4: <laughs> plenty time. Yeah, well,
5: yeah. I'm from Minnesota, so I eat Italian food, and uh, oh yeah, <laughs> that's what they call it there sometimes. Yeah, my,
4: my wife ordered a arroz con Polo at uh,
5: <laughs>
4: Did she get the, the Mexican restaurant. <laughs> no, it was in it was in Minnesota, and
5: so they were probably all used to. And <laughs> just like, don't even we plan. have that? <laughs> yeah, right. Coming well, yes. right up. <laughs> out of the arroz con know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, you mean the arroz con Polo? Oh.
2: Yeah, and a bagel,
5: right? With a side bagel, please. <laughs> Yeah.
4: Okay. It yeah. wouldn't surprise me that
2: the Midwest would yeah. have in a bag. carbs as a side for carbs.
5: We're in out a whole region of the country here. Uh, sorry. we got to no. wash sorry.
3: down the chicken with more carbs. I like with, a big uh, potato with an order of fries. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever. Know. All right. So next up is Todd. Hello, Todd. Hi. Are you ready for your <laughs> moment in Spotlight? Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I so we got a hand in this. So. Right. Well, you did uh you know, although it's been in my house now. You it's fermented it and <laughs> then you wrapped kind of it handy. Off. Looks like right. both
5: your hands are still attached. I'm not sure. Um there were...
2: So this was a uh what was this? This is an old Rasputin cloth.
5: Russian Imperial Stout.
2: Jesus this is, uh
6: paparazzi in here. That's taking weird form Russian Imperial uh, Stout um yeah.
5: from our homebrew club,
6: the GBA, um John Santara oh, yeah. won an uh, award at the Beer fair. Those guys yeah. know how to party. They had, like at no. NCHF,
5: man. They had the best like yeah. late night party going on. Oh,
6: Yeah, yeah. yeah good had, people's man. So good people. That's the recipe this came from, and we did our own attempt at it. Um, I
7: don't know.
6: It's been fun. It was fun, like yeah. making it. It was. We did this on National Humber Day, which was the best part. So the whole Grog Tag team was there, and we actually tried to make wine. We made. We had or four different things happening there's a lot brewing yeah. we, should, we should force you guys to taste the wine that's still in the barrel <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? in a barrel i don't know it's in a bucket <laughs> in i don't a know plastic bucket we, still we, we should yes. force you oh that's oh, not oh, good. great yeah. yeah it's not sounds good
2: well, you're it's making vinegar it sounds like it's yeah. you know I love it. you're yeah. transitioning all the way through i don't know. <laughs> was
5: this an all-grain beer or was it an all-grain project yes yeah, yeah. all-grain definitely all-grain um, yeah cool
2: and so it was fermented at your house, and then you transferred it into bourbon barrels. Yes. So yeah. we put it
6: into a bourbon barrel. So we let it ferment. I think it was four weeks uh, in the primary, and then I racked it into a bourbon barrel for six. And it was um, a freshly dumped barrel. Uh, it was the first time used.
5: And what, which bourbon? The good one. <laughs>
6: No, I well, Hill, and I'll plug <laughs> the, <Wow>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll plug the h a we got it off of uh off of, like through them they had a sort of a connection through uh I'm trying to remember what it was, but yeah uh, what size a um, barrel was it It was an eight gallon oh, okay um so this was it was a ten gallon recipe that we sort of we drilled down a little bit to kind of hit the volume um with the barrel in uh yeah we we racked into that it was in there for six weeks and then pulled it off and i sort of had done samplings and i've never done anything in a barrel before um so i was a little nervous because you do a lot of research and it's like oh the size of the barrel has a lot to do with how much you get off of you know how much true yeah the smaller into the the beer so yeah
2: because you have a larger surface area so i was
6: checking yeah. on a regular basis but i was also a little worried about checking it too often and just you know contamination so you did you to... you bottled like what four beers or what no uh, and honestly, honestly none of it's in a bottle yet i checked it's, every uh, day for a month no. <laughs> yeah yeah we got this is what's left <laughs> right?
7: Yeah. right we brought yeah. all that was left that's right you right. wow. just kept drinking it it's very
2: weird yeah, yeah. so uh yeah we've it's, was it cool doing a – I've never done a barrel uh, either, so I don't know. It was awesome.
6: Yeah? Yeah, it's great, and I still have the barrel, and I, it's – what was the – because I love um, whiskey, like bourbon too, so filled it up with you know a bourbon and then emptied it out. I kept it, and then I put it back in and pulled it out, and it gives you this sort of resiny bourbon left over, and then we we've used it for – uh, like old fashions and some like just sort of home style mixology type crap like yeah we think it's good but <laughs> yeah. that, we're also eating papa murphy pizza so like whatever um, old fashions and papa murphy's
2: yeah. uh, a great pairing no, yeah. it's
6: awesome you know one before the other it depends you can't do the pizza first you no no really yeah. have to.
2: well I'm, I'm more partial to old uh, I'm more partial to uh, to Manhattan's and Tostino's pizza rolls but <laughs> yeah. that's just me I'm just a different <laughs> yeah. class of person right. those
3: combinations uh, one of them's going to be the enabler
2: right. yeah Yeah. so it was
6: a it was a really great learning experience I'm excited to try it again which is why well, we still have the barrel um, okay it's cool. fun you know every weekend to go shake the barrel and keep it wet and all that good stuff but um I don't know. I'm we'll give really, it a shot. I'm excited to hear you guys hear what you guys had to say about it. So,
2: Brian, that's you, man. Go for it. Well,
5: I thought that the aroma of this beer had a wonderfully rich and complex roasted malt profile. It was sweet and inviting. It has a low coffee like uh, note in it. Uh, there's no real hops to sit, to detect in here. Um, kind of medium fruity esters. Uh, no no DMS or dassel. It has a um uh, a fair amount of vanilla in there and a little bit of the the booze the bourbony character, but um yeah, it seems nicely balanced in the aroma um the only thing it's you know it's 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 got some you know a fair amount of roasted malt uh but it's it's there's a lot of other things there too there's a little chocolateness in there and some coffee um you know how uh, a Russian Imperial Stout comes across as fairly roasted. When you add the barrel element, it kind of changes it. And and this, you know, it's nicely balanced the style with the uh, with the boozy character, I think. And and one thing that you you can do and get get carried away with is, is having too much booze there. And so you know, it, it doesn't go to that territory. It's not just like oh, this tastes like bourbon <laughs> or smells like bourbon. So yeah, color wise, it's a deep dark brown with almost it's almost opaque. It seems um, like it would be clear if you could see through it, but it's um, you know it's really hard to see through. <laughs> it's so, almost impossible.
2: So it's not clear. Uh, <laughs> you can't see through it. <laughs> it's not cloudy, but well, it's not clear either. You know, yeah. if you
5: if wasn't the if it wasn't in this curved bottom glass, I could look at the edge corner. Of the, the just turn it upside down. I think it'll flashlight out. Anyway. Who cares about that?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's three points. It looks like
5: an imperial stout should look. Okay, great. And, yeah. Oh, Lee's got his flashlight out. Okay. What's it doing, Lee? Ow, you're blinding me. Okay. Because it's, so
4: yeah, right. really, it's, really, it's, it's so clear. I really, really cannot
5: see through that. Okay. It's impenetrable. Yes. Okay. Uh, flavor-wise, it's it's strongly malty. Notes of cocoa, coffee, and uh, roast. Finishes very sweet. And that's um maybe a little too sweet um, it does have low bitterness, and the balance is definitely to the to the malt and all the roast and coffee and chocolate and things are going on here uh and then the the booziness and the vanilla are kind of sub elements that that balance it out um it's very uh, those parts of it are very smooth the vanillins and the and the uh the bourbon parts so um there is some al- obviously alcohol in this beer, yeah. Uh, no obvious hop flavors that you can really pick up beyond all of this, you know, behind everything else, else that's going on in there. Uh, the aftertaste is just this malty complexity that I really enjoy.
6: I think it's like and it has, about nine nine, just yeah,
5: work. and a, and a fair amount of sweetness, but uh, and body wise, it's medium full bodied um, in the mouthfeel. Low, low carbonation as it kind of should have you don't want to have it really you know foam out and get really spritzy which would fight with anything <laughs> else going on there Wee! uh have it like some of those light american lagers are, <laughs> you know foaming out on you yeah no thanks <laughs> um i didn't get any astringency um it was it was somewhat creamy and smooth mouthfeel kind of seemed like where it should be so i like that too overall it's a very pleasant and nicely balanced beer Uh, russian imperial stout comes across as well as the barrel age character and those elements are in in pretty nice balance i thought the booze is kind of unassuming it's just enough to keep it interesting um again it could stand to have a little more roast and and fresh coffee kind of character to it i'm wondering if this could also be a slightly aged beer but i'm not sure Uh, but i appreciate it as it is Uh, it could just be a, a sweet version and the sweetness is kind of fighting against that uh, the roastiness in there but uh, i gave it a 39 i really really enjoyed the beer
7: when did you
6: brew that Todd? uh we brewed it in may yeah. last year that's nice. so um, almost, almost yeah, a yeah. 10 year. months yeah. and it's been chilling out of the barrel for seven and a half months
2: how long was it in the barrel a couple of months six, six right? weeks Not, six, six weeks okay. six weeks
6: yeah. nicely done thank you so what you
5: said 28 right <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> 39
2: yeah. He hasn't been Excellent. to the bank to see if that check cashed. Right. So. Yeah. All right, Lee.
3: Um, <clears throat> yeah, I agree with most of what Brian said. Uh it's kind of a coffee, cocoa, alcohol aroma, a little bit of a barrel sort of bourbon, vanilla, wood aroma in there as well. No hops coming across the nose. The alcohol is mostly clean, a little bit of a spicy edge to it. Um, some esters, a little bit of fig and raisin in there. And some hints of roses, which might be uh, – it's kind of what Warren was talking about oh, earlier. Some it? of those fusels will sometimes convert to esters, and you'll get a rose-like character. So I got a little bit of that in there, hmm. which is kind of nice. Appearance, uh, it is opaque. It is black, black or dark brown, very, very dark brown if you want to say it's brown. Um, pores a very low head, which fades. It disappears immediately. You could use a little head, but, you know, in some of these old barrel-aged stouts, you're not going to get much of that. It just kind of goes away. Um, flavor, sweet caramel cocoa malt. Some lingering dark roast malt flavors. Uh, raisin cherry esters fairly high. No hop flavor. Bitter just enough support, but the balance is really very much to the malt and to sweet. It finishes quite sweet. Lingering caramel coffee, a little bit of ashy roast. Low bourbon vanilla flavor. Some wood sugars. Yeah. Um, it's nice, subtle sort of barrel support in there. But it's, it's a very sweet beer. It's really, that's... Sweet to the point where I think it's almost kind of masking some of the malt character at some points. It's, it's, it's a little overpowering with sweetness. Medium high body, medium low carbonation, medium creaminess, notable clean alcohol warmth, not astringent, a little drying maybe from the roasts. Uh, leave some uh, lingering sweet sticky feeling on the lips and the palate from the sugar that's in there. Overall, dark malty RAS, good subtleties from and balanced with the bourbon barrel. Very sweet. Sweetness kind of overwhelms the beer. Uh, needs a little more com- either complete ferment, if that was the issue, or a lower mash temperature. Uh, some or whatever method you need to, I think, bring the sweetness down a bit. Um, other than that, I thought it was uh, pretty good. I, I gave it a 34. It's a good beer. It could be a little less sweet. Great. Thank you. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Yeah.
2: Do you remember what it finished at? Oh, you said... Nine nine percentage. Rate. Uh I honestly I think I don't think it
6: finished below twenty. I think it was
3: um I'd be surprised I, if it did. Yeah. yeah. Beer like this. I think
6: it was in the twenty four to twenty six range from what I remember. But okay. yeah. Didn't bring that. I just brought my beer.
2: <laughs> We're fine with that. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now, it, it's just good stuff. If it was a twenty-nine or a thirty, and you only bought your beer, we'd have some it words. Does, but it does feel like something you want to
6: pour over, like vanilla ice cream. Like, yeah. yeah,
2: maybe reduce it a little bit or something.
6: Yeah, I don't know.
3: That would bring the bittering out too. But yeah.
6: Well, yeah, one thought I had maybe to,
4: if if you are kind of stuck with the fermentation and it's kind of in the mid twenties, maybe try leaving it in the barrel a little bit longer because. In my limited experience with bourbon barrel aging, the bourbon flavor is in the beer real quick, almost immediately, because that's liquid, and so it's just going to instantly mix. Right. It takes a lot longer for the oak vanillins and even especially the oak tannins to really get in the beer, and so that comes in after, at least when you're aging in Mm. a full-size like 60-gallon, 50-gallon barrel, that takes pretty much two months before it starts to make itself known. Yeah. So, granted, in a smaller barrel, it'll happen faster. But maybe even if you had left it in eight weeks or ten weeks, even the tannins that might have been uh, absorbed in might help somewhat fight the sweetness. I still no, I have th- the I barrel? Think, I'll put it back in. I, yeah,
6: <laughs>
7: yeah. I, I don't know.
4: I don't know that it would necessarily one whole Fix it completely, in. <laughs> right? Because because it finished so high, but yeah. it, it could it could help. Uh, Next time no, you know, that's a good point yeah no Warren's,
1: Warren's
3: totally on on that i mean we've I've done a lot of Finally. Diff, different uh, yeah different barrels, barrel barrel projects with with various groups of people, and what I've always find is you want to shoot for a beer that's a little sweeter and richer than you want it to be because the booze and the wood are going to dry it out, yeah, yeah, so maybe a little bit more time would bring out like you said more of those tannins okay. more of that the booze is going to come in in a few days Yeah, but and more of the tannins in the wood so a little of, of that kind of leathery
5: feel in the mouth feel yeah. from the wood and yeah I don't think Leroy either one of us picked up a lot of like oh this has a ton of oak character in you it know. it's yeah. yeah no it's, it's a very, very pearles 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 background background yeah. smooth it's <laughs> nice the, it's mostly a light booze with the beer style and it, it balances nicely, but yeah not a lot of wood. I, I totally agree with what Warren. I always
2: said. wanted to play with uh, uh, at more beer, you know they, they sell uh, tannins for wine. You know, even dry tannins and things to boost body, and I wonder how, how stuff stuff like that would work in in, in Is a it, beer.
5: Uh, grape like tannin, or
2: it's a grape tannin, but yeah. they're, but they're, they've also in the wine industry they've neutralized what chestnut. what not we play up with yeah, cider? Yeah, different woods. They yeah. have chestnuts, one of them.
4: I mean, you can even get oak tannins, kind of isolated. Uh uh-huh. um, And what? so you can get liquid tannins. That you can just add,
2: yeah, and they also have specifically the product is Booster Rouge, which is supposed to like boost body in, in red wines, and they have it for white wines too. Uh, I've always wondered, been curious about playing with that kind of stuff. So I wonder if you can't leave it in the in the barrel for whatever reason, or you pull it out and you go, oh, well, that was a mistake. I don't want to put it back in. I wonder if you could pick up some wine tannins, like grape tannin or or these chestnut tannins or whatever, and then add that to kind of give it some sort of I don't know robustness. It would definitely be worth trying. Yeah, I don't know if grape tannin would necessarily
4: get you where you need right. to go. No, but the, the source kind of does impact the kind of flavor and contribution of, right. of the yeah. tannin. But um, or you could if just, you could get a wood tannin, you yeah. could just get a little dropper and drop it in a glass and swirl around and see what it does.
3: Or put some wood cubes in the fermenter. Yeah, or in or the keg. Oh, sure. or or it's just, a, yeah. Well, it's keg, if, yeah, well, in yeah the if it's keg, keg, just yeah, throw some in. Take them out of a barrel, put it in the keg. Fresh cubes yeah. in the keg. If you keg. don't think it's enough wood, put some wood in the keg. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: No. Go to Home Depot, get a 2 by 4 cut it down. <laughs> You're great. Yeah. Yeah. You're
3: solid. Yeah. I just yeah. dump uh, toothpicks. Uh, oh, yeah, that works too. Better yeah. surface are area.
4: Yeah. Could we make it? I just
3: cut a branch off my neighbor's tree. I'm not sure what it is.
7: Poison ivy. You could bring it to the NHC and just put some wood in the hot back, dude.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, uh, a yeah. Really? yeah. Start a club. You
7: would do chips at start that. A new, start a new trend.
3: Yeah. Our has wood. Yeah, Soda. actually, a mix of maybe some cubes That's and some, some cocoa nibs would be nice with it. Yeah. yeah, cocoa. Add, add, nice add some good, yeah. some dry and some cocoa.
4: Yeah, and yeah. Because yeah, you you can get some kind of a, almost astringent, but like uh, drying characteristics from nibs. Also, it's not yeah. just yeah. Yes, you can. Yeah, Uh-oh. absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
5: Woody Nibby Randall. The,
6: the encouraging part is, like, we – I've never done anything with a barrel before. And
2: yeah. I mean, all that, I think, is clean. There's no funkiness going out of it. And Does it, Rock
5: take have barrel labels? Can you, like,
2: <laughs> sure. like wrap you,
5: your whole barrel with it? A- we're working on that.
2: We, we have some, barrel wraps. We some
6: keg labels, <laughs> but we we're actually working on some uh, some labels for doing your chest freezer, like, wrapping your oh, chest cool. freezer type oh, stuff. Oh, yeah.
7: Um about some giant shrink wrap stuff. We'll just – Yeah. Like no. yeah. Okay. Not good.
2: Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, how dare you voice an opinion? Screen <laughs> crap your head. <laughs> yeah. so, All
6: right. I think the theme of Doctor Homebrew be adventurous. I mean, do it. Send it in. Like, yeah, we get some funky uh, we, shit. In yeah, too. but
2: don't. I mean, yeah. we didn't know fuck we were doing like we just did it and well that's the thing about homebrewing is nobody really knows I mean now we're lucky enough in 2000 whatever we live in where most of this information is kind of out on the internet but when Mm -hmm. I was blazing no but you know when people were were coming up like you guys are real old right I mean when you guys were brewing was first brewing and before like the offset you know type printer, there was a time before the internet Yeah it's I mean no one really knows for sure back
3: before gas lines were run into people's houses yeah, yeah there's never you know there's
2: never there, we don't know there's I, I, no way to know I should right Google that. you yeah. can't you oh. can't before that right Oh really <laughs> How long is a piece of string, yeah. worn I don't All know. All the records <laughs> crumbled before, you know, before they could be scanned oh, right. We just oh, have to rely
5: on other people's advice, like kind of the premise you of go. this show. Uh, you know, yeah, and so, yeah. listen to what people who are more knowledgeable...
2: Be experimental. ...and send had some brewed, brewed more
5: yeah. said to you. So, I mean, that's why it's it's fun to work with new brewers. You can give them some, something to, you know, work with and, and send them forth to hopefully brew even more and better beer and get that bug, like, you know, really seriously going it's like just you know i can tell you guys both have the the starting startings of the the brew bug a little bit you, you know hey you know barrel project and well this is cool you know we did our first uh i did my first uh club project with a, a barrel we, we did a, a lambic beer in in and uh, craig's fridge who was on the show a couple shows ago so um in, in craig's garage there the guys that are starting that uh what's the name of that
2: um, uh, Shadow Puppet Shadow Puppet Brewing Yeah, yeah. In Livermore In Livermore
5: Yeah <laughs> Sounds like they need a label Craig and Brian Yeah <laughs> and might, might need more Lord than in one front of me. Anyway but yeah I
7: mean We'd probably censor it though We were assume. in Craig's
5: basement And like He's got a huge system And it was like I had never done anything Like that before I mean, I've got my little Five gallon Rubbermaid coolers And I just do it The way I've always done it and Yeah I know what works for me And other people do it Different ways It's just fun to Get out and experiment Have some fun And, and uh, you know Keep and that, send it up. Send, feeds, a, send us a, your experiment. Feed that brewing bug and then yeah, send us your experiment.
2: Hey, Bev. Oh, yeah. She's not listening to me. Have we taken one break or two? I've lost count already. One. one. This We've show. We've taken one break? Okay, yes. good. So we're going to take another break, break, and then we're going to come back. We're going to talk to the Grog tag guys a little bit. We're going to uh, talk about our, our prizes that we give away, and then, and then we're going to go home. Okay. What do you think of that? Or, or we're going to go drink in the park. Can we stay? Either way. Yeah. Okay. You can stay. Sure, man. We'll, we'll, right. we'll, we'll drink great. in the park. I got some beer. Oh, that be great. awesome. Yeah. We'll be just like everybody else in concert. See you out there. Yeah. All right, everyone. Dr. Homer, back after this.
0: Do you know the three most important rules in brewing? Sanitation, sanitation, and sanitation. And no one does it better than Five Star Chemicals. Five Star knows sanitation. You can only sanitize clean equipment. And Five Star knows how to clean, too. For craft brewers and home brewers, 5 Star has what you need to keep your fermenters, serving tanks, kegs and draft lines sparkling and free of any beer-spoiling bacteria. PBW, caustic, acid cleaners, Star San, Santa Clean, lubricants and defoamers, pH stabilizers and more. 5 Star Chemicals has cleaning supplies, safety supplies, heat exchangers, pumps, hoses and valves. And 5 Star is proud to offer eco-friendly products that exceed customer expectations. If you you have a cleaning problem, you need the 5 Star Solution. Visit 5starchemicals.com or call 800-782-7019. 800-782-7019. And get the 5 Star Treatment today. Admit it. Homebrewing is not always free of frustrations. Years ago, brothers Bill and Jim Mitchell decided to minimize those frustrations and create an entirely new brewing process and a brand-new kitchen appliance, the Pico Brew Zymatic. The Zymatic sits on your kitchen counter and connects to the Internet via Wi-Fi. It comes with access to a huge recipe library full of award-winning beers and can brew your next batch at the push of a button. Improve repeatability and refine your recipes with the Pico Brew Zymatic. With minimal cleaning and hassle, the Zymatic enables anyone to brew craft beer in the comfort of their own kitchen. Just add your ingredients and the process of homebrewing becomes simplified and automatic, allowing you to focus on what really matters while you brew. At Pico Brew, they believe everyone should be able to enjoy the art of homebrewing and make their own damn good craft beer. See the Zymatic in action today at PicoBrew.com. Limited time only. Enter promo code BNARMY during January and February for 10% off any monster mill. Don't settle for the second best grain mill. You want a monster mill from Monster Brewing Hardware monster mills are tough come in two and three roller designs and are made right here in the usa from superior materials for longer lasting performance pick the mill that's right for you at monsterbrewinghardware.com and take bevo's advice
4: trust me it's always better to have a bigger tool than you think you need
0: (laughs) monster mills have the best warranty in the business your satisfaction is guaranteed Visit MonsterBrewingHardware.com now and check out all the mills and mill accessories. Remember, during January and February, for 10% off any mill, enter promo code BNARMY. A few things happened 30 years ago. ARPANET migrated to TCP/IP, and the internet was born. Revenge of the Jedi was renamed Return of the Jedi and opened in theaters. Mila Kunis and Emily Blunt were born, beginning a rad fantasy in my mind. But all of that pales next to the fact that HopTech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tuns. HopTech doesn't fuck around. Real people shipping awesome shit straight to you. Their new website is fast and easy easy to navigate or just call 800-379-4677 and let badass bitch jade and the gadget guy roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over you so visit the site or visit the store in dublin california and support those that support you get your brewing on at hoptech.com i'm sorry to tell you this we're gonna have to pour you out. Back to Doctor Homebrew.
2: All right, everyone, thanks for sticking with us. We're at the tail end here of Doctor Homebrew hanging out with uh, Todd and Steve from Grog Tag. And uh, speaking of Grog Tag, so you know we have the forty dollars Grog Tag. At least your beer will look good. Gift certificate, which. I think uh, the the winner is Steve. Uh, <laughs> hey! I, I, yeah. uh, At least your beer will look good. At least your beer will look good, Steve. Yeah, I'm the graphic
7: designer, though. My beer already looks good. Todd needs a label. <laughs> nice. why and then, I won't
6: design it for him. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I have Grog Tag. I don't need to be
2: designed oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> There's over 100 templates he can choose Ooh, from. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, like I have the Humper most labels on it. my
6: beer. Yeah. Than anyone in Grogtag. That's, true. <laughs> That's
2: probably true. more true than untrue. Bev, uh, if you want to give away the forty dollars gift certificate to GrogTag.com to grogtag.com. in the chat room, please. Do you want the uh, the, the high gravity homebrew, um, Todd? Since you are, you know, you have the the higher of the two scores, and uh, the, the higher gravity, and the higher gravity. Our our other lovely sponsor, High Gravity Homebrew, uh, gives away a little prize pack. Do you want that, or do you want to give that away to some? Donate homebrew. that to the chat room. There you go, well. Beverly. Two donations, two winners to the chat room. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. She looks real excited. <laughs> yeah. she, she is real excited. I'm doing it right now. You are. You're doing great cool. at it too. Yeah. And you sound chipper, and I like it. And you're together, and you, you know, you're like yeah, stabbing you yeah, yeah, yeah. with your eyes. Yeah. It's an image. Yeah. yeah. No, I'll, I'll connect just, with uh, with her mouth. Killing I'll connect you with, with High Gravity, and
6: we'll uh, we'll double their sponsorship prize just for for this show. Oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome. So connect with them and hook up and make that happen. Let's do it. So super, super proud.
2: They're nice people, Desiree there. Desiree Todd. rocks, man. Yeah, she's good. Todd's drunk. Todd's super drunk. I am not <laughs> drunk. I'm happy. just high on alcohol. We're, we're staying at your house tonight. <laughs> Perfect. I got two guest rooms. Where's the Tuckeria? <laughs> yeah, i yeah. uh, just right over there. I think they're open till midnight, so uh, you know, we'll get you out of here shortly. Uh, but let's talk real fast about the National Homebrew Labels. So National
6: Homebrew Label Awards. Do you want me to go, you want to go first? Go <laughs>
7: awesome. for it. Do it. Yeah. Do it. No. But, uh, okay. Uh, National Homebrew Label Awards. Yes, sir. Uh, so go to homebrewlabelawards.com. Yeah. Upload your label. doesn't have to be a grog tag. This is open for anybody. Uh, we have $2,500 in prizes to the best label. What are our uh, At this awards? point, $2,500. What we are, are we our awards? No. We have uh, what are the four categories? Come on. come so on. We talk. have the he grand drunk.
6: prize. You see what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, I don't know what you're asking. Yeah, the grand prize. The fan favorite. I thought it was a trick question. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's the grand prize. Okay. Yeah. There is the runner-up. Mm-hmm. That's the second place. First loser. Yeah. <laughs> then there is right. the people's choice. So everyone, the fan favorite, everyone go and vote for your labels. And then we have a... Uh, Top ten for honorable mentions. So there's a total of 13, 13 different 13 total categories uh, no. awards that awards. are going to go out. We have some awesome prizes coming in from our sponsors so far, and you can see them on the website. And there's more sponsors joining every week now as we sort of get rolling because this is the first year of the event. So um, so that prize pack is going to get bigger and bigger. We have way yeah. more than twenty five hundred bucks sort of coming <laughs> out, um, which is great. Yeah. Um we sort of started with twenty five hundred bucks because that's what Steve and I decided to take out of our kids' college funds to make sure we <laughs> could uh fund the event. And can't even go to community college <laughs> yeah. It's nice. A yeah. semester. So But someone with a great label is gonna get a cool prize. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's all it, worth it. The best part is like it's it's not even though Grog Tag like this is our the reason Grog Tag was creative is is we're homebrewers. We try to create products for homebrewers. And reusable labels and keg labels and and such, and we tried to make the process like really fun because I'm not a graphic guy, like, but I can go and make something pretty sweet. Um, Steve is a graphic guy and he can upload his own crap to the website, <laughs> that I, so whatever, like we can like, agree to disagree. So right. but the home, okay, but the homebrew label, of of, the coolest
7: things about grog tags, and we see it in the label gallery we see it on the homebrewlabelawards.com, is that uh, it's not the best design label that's the coolest, actually. No, it's no. oftentimes totally not the case. It's all about the idea and what you're going for. And Well, it's uh, just
2: like it's just like your homebrew, right? You take a yeah, shot, yeah. you throw something up, and, and you know maybe you don't think that it's good. And you get a 28 like Todd, and he's <laughs> proud yeah, of that. You get it. It's about it's
6: about your creativity. It's right. nothing to do with your score. goddammit. <laughs> right. it! Yeah, nothing yeah. to do with your score. It's about your creativity. Whether you're trying to create a new brewing system or a new process with your within your house and your comp, you know your compound, what you're doing. Yeah, or your recipe. You're collaborating with your homebrew buddies or your brewing club. Like we are on the creative side of all that. Like what happens after the fact and what makes it kind of fun to put a brand on what you do as a hobby and that's where this all came from uh and we are proud to sort of start this thing and get it rolling and we're really excited with the sponsors that come on board and within the first week we had a shit ton of people (laughs) that
2: put posted stuff up there and shared it it's exciting i mean it's 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 nothing it's it's unlike anything that's really ever been done. Because I, I like because you don't necessarily need to put anything up there. You can just go and vote. So mm-hmm. it's 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 not like a passive where it's only for people who are uploading their labels. It's for people who just like looking at that stuff.
6: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I
7: I think one thing if we if we're giving anybody a message today is like enter your label. It's like me bringing my beer, and I was n- I'm still not comfortable <laughs> <Yeah>. with that. <laughs> not, you have to take a whole
5: Xanax, right? Seriously, in, and so. four beers before I came in. Can you enter as many labels as you want? For yeah, free? there's no limit. There's yeah. no
7: limit. There's no cost. Um, we had we. It's funny because we like the other day. What was the label that we posted on social media? It was a.
2: That's is, no moon. It was this a, really cool a blue moon, blue moon Star label. Wars. Star yeah. Wars. But it said,
7: it's no moon, and in the background was like the Death Star. That's no moon. Instead yeah. of the
2: moon, it was the Death Star. It was <laughs> it red. Was the, one of the best
7: labels. <laughs> yeah. One of the best labels I've seen. I mean, belly laughing when I saw it. So, But, <laughs> he but I don't think they entered it in the homebrew label. on No. The label. no. So, so I think people d- don't assume that it's a... Uh, it's it's going to be a bunch of designers critiquing your work. I mean, it's right. it's, par- it's you know satire. We love satire. Part of homebrew is that.
2: It's a pretty yeah. cool super Mario. Brothers yeah, yeah. Right yeah Seriously.
7: Yeah. So it's uh you know, don't uh, it doesn't need to be. You know, we like it to be original and in intent. You know, not a copy, but uh, uh, the it's the heart behind it that matters, and it comes across really well on the label. So when we see stuff like that, I mean, people react to it really well. The votes shoot up. So enter yeah. your labels. Go yeah. to homebrewlabelwards.com enter your labels and see what people think about it yeah excellent you'll get it you might get a 29 and that's okay relax <laughs> yeah. it's
2: okay it's okay <laughs> it's okay you good. can survive totally it worse. with his low self-esteem score Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> you can survive it too i that's would that's get right. a
5: 29 on my labels i'm sure that's
2: silly. Totally
7: right <laughs> hey you guys should upload a label i'll give you I'll, a score I don't do worry <laughs> i'll give you a score <laughs> yeah, yeah. After oh, you we time, this right. line, I got, will be yeah. as nice as you would. Yeah. yeah, you guys are really gracious. I
6: appreciate it. I, really
7: I like do. that. I'll don't worry.
0: <laughs> I'll give you a score. Yeah. Yeah. I'll use the fake names. <laughs> Can
6: you give negative votes to a label? Yeah. By the way, Steve's uh, so busy, he doesn't even see him. So. Yeah. What? I don't know.
2: Wait, well, like, what? Brian's like, I really need a score on this label. I need it. Uh, before we take off, I want to tell you guys about the AHA. Uh, you go to homebrew uh, homebrew dot what is it Homebrewassociation.org. I'm, I should homebrewers really association Thank you very much. Uh, you you can sign up. Uh, Membership super cheap. You can sign up for a year. You get a whole year of Zymergy. You get access to their forum, which is really cool. They have a lot of recipes and and you know interviews and and kind of cool tips and tricks on homebrewing. Plus, they keep homebrewing legal. Uh, you know, and you might be surprised that. You know, uh, that's kind of under attack, I guess, if you will, uh, all the time. So, uh, you know, people don't know what we do as homebrewers. You know, I'm sure you guys get those people who come over to you when you just move into a neighborhood. What are you? What are you? What are you making? What are you doing? (laughs) <laughs> People are scared But the AHA uh, You know Helps alleviate That kind of stuff So check them out Become a member Sponsor them Or support yeah. them Because they sponsor us And, you and they love us All the and
5: past is- issues Of Zymergy too it just like it's Which
2: a is great Because they've been For there. how yeah. long They've been 30 years or something like yeah. Zymergy has been yeah. crazy Yeah it's like 80 And now you have to
4: be A member to go to the NHC You do That's yeah. true yeah. Yeah. yeah So if you want to ever Go to that awesome party yeah. An educational event Yep yeah. oh, yeah. Alright <laughs> Dr.
2: Home everyone Thanks for sticking with us We'll see you next time